Tom Turbovich! Get ready for a Tommy Turbo Masterclass. Masterclass. Aimless Tuesday is here. And the boys are hard as a rock. Don't be a weak gutted dog. Leave that for Jamin Salmon. Get ready for the best super coach show on the planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. Here's your host, Brandon Savage. Brandon Savage. Hello and welcome to the Supercoach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Jamin Salmons. The dreaded buy round is here for 2023. We're kicking off the buy round special with the one and only 2021 Supercoach champion, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? I'm really good, man. I had a really good weekend of footy. Magic round was the best weekend of the year, but uh, last weekend's footy was probably the best footy of the year it was electric. I wouldn't say it was the best footy oh, of the year. It just, really it just opened up super coach wise. It was great footy, man. There was a lot of nice plays going on, a lot of combinations of different sides, just sort of. Some I thought it was some games. great games. Some cracking yeah. games. There were some very good games. And as you heard on the mic there, we've got. New South Wales fast bowler, 2GB, Ryan Hadley. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? Good to be back again. Yes, you're back this week. Um, bit of a different panel this week. Oh, actually, this is the this has been the panel of the off season. It has I think been. we've been. I think we've been the most consistent three. Yeah, I think you. The spine, yeah. you might call it the spine of the Supercoach uh, experience. I just got to before we start the podcast, Timmy. You got to get way closer to the microphone. You're standing way too far away. Sorry about just, that. Yeah, no, Hads. I'm Hads. Good. For the first time ever, I'm good. <laughs> Hads is usually the one that's way too far away. You but um, it, mate, you know. thank you. I guess just on that, Jake is. We actually haven't mentioned he's in Cooper Pedy, so he's having a well deserved holiday, and you can tell because of his Supercoach shot. <laughs> yeah, he's on, they mustn't get reception underground in Cooper Pedy for him to make his trade. I actually think that's true because <laughs> every once in a while he just tunes into the chat, and then all of a sudden mm. he can he get. So, yeah, I don't know, but I heard he's doing a documentary there. Um, no, you can't. <laughs> you can't do that joke. <laughs> you can't do that joke. Righto. Um, so, the, by round 13, lads, how did we go on the weekend, firstly? I had a pretty good week considering uh, some of the plays I had. I had Billy Smith, I had Reid Marnie or shit the bed. Um, I had to play Kepi last week, still managed 1,300 and something more than Savs. Whatever Savs had, plus about 15. Um, had a few green arrows up to 430th or something like that. i got to say, like, I had a lot of messages over the weekend being like, you're kissed on the dick. You, you, <laughs> you, you've got a dream run. I love your brain, Savs. I scored about par. <laughs> yeah. At the start of the week, everyone was like, Savs, you're going to be number one after yeah. this week. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Captain Cleary, you're a genius. And then it slowly went to shit until Turbo kicked it because you had Turbo at the end, didn't you? I did have Turbo, and he was one of my captain choices. But I've got to give credit to you. You actually um, the, are the reason I thought about changing it from Heinz. Like, I was never changing it on Heinz. And then you just put that little bit of doubt in my mind, and I'm like, maybe this is a chance to antipod. But then Trindle dropped out anyway. Yeah, so. he <laughs> dropped out anyway. Yeah, I, that was my concern as well. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mind, though. I'm pretty happy. Um, yeah, 13-15 up to 370, which I'm pretty happy with. It's good leading into round 13. Timmy, how'd you go on the weekend? I scored a 1,301, so just a little bit below you guys. I, I felt like... Um, bit the same as you guys it was like there were so many good things that was going on in my side but then equally some like kind of semi-tragic things going on at the same time that was just sort of working against each other it seemed like there were some big big scores out there but not too many of them it seemed like it's about 1300 1350 is not a bad week there was a lot of good super coaches with about 1100 and 50 and stuff like that so it was a little bit of you know slight slight movement I jumped up just a tiny little bit I'm in like 1300 I think I was in 1400 and something last or 1700th maybe but yeah look it's top one percent Top one percent, yeah. Look, it's all no, top one percent. Here. Here. As soon to- as Mikey gets back in the top one percent, Mikey and Grant. I think yeah, Grant last week was sort of talking a very like 
um, outside the five sort of percent sort of super coach sort of type of chat. But like, it's good to have some elites back. That's good. Okay. <laughs> We're just having a bit of a, one, the one, band has been strong in the one, chat all weekend. Actually, one one percent club. We just got to have Jake back, and then maybe oh, he'll drag down the average here, wouldn't actually, he? He will a little bit. Actually, yeah, the, band, Timmy, right. Timmy the band has been pretty loose on the weekend between the boys. Mostly me, just uh, having some really pot shots at the boys. <laughs> um, but it was a good weekend of uh, f- super coach. There was banter. a real good one that I'll just touch on quickly. Um, Mikey <laughs> was uh, he was so close to oh he, he what. Let's be honest, he wasn't close at all to coming today. But he said, I might make it, boys. I'll see how I go to work on Tuesday. Timmy goes, tell me what you tell him. I told him, you know, like, it'd be good to have you on the podcast, man, because, like, obviously there's plenty of people outside the top uh, 5% who would probably like to hear, like, you know, some advice that's on their level. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so, uh, guys, round 13. We'll get into some hot topics very shortly, uh, but firstly, have to address the elephant in the room. We're back at the DM Podcast Studio, Picklebet. They're down a producer at the moment, so they're sorting that out. We're back there next week, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, we should be back there next week. But shout out to DM Podcast; they're absolutely canning for us, and we'll be doing a lot more different things here and there. Here, hopefully, should see if Picklebet will open up a market of will we be in the Picklebet studios <laughs> this week or won't we? Sort of, um, sort of get a bit of a head, head going on that one. Reach out, Picklebet. Um, first topic before we get into buy coverage, end of season drinks. I'm locking it in right now. Oh yeah, it's not going to be end of season because I feel like it needs to be a we're all drinking in the one place watching the footy. That's enjoyable, yeah. Round 22, no, round 21, 22nd of July, Super Saturday, Panthers downstairs. This will be our first one. We'll see how that goes. And then we we'll might do, have a Mad Monday we'll do, or something. We'll do the Christmas party. Depends, depends which runner you and I win at Sabs. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so <laughs> when you re- win, it's your shout. The, Fair? Yeah. <laughs> let's let's do that. But But – we're ranked quite similar, so we both are. of us have um, have a good opportunity to do it. Saturday, 22nd of July, Panthers Sports Bar, Super Saturday. It's the first round that all the Origin players are back from Origin and the footy hits the end of the season. So everyone will still have trades. Everyone is still keen, super coaching. 3 p.m., Roosters Titans. 5.30 p.m., Night Storm. 7.35 p.m., Parramatta Cowboys. You like it? Good draw. Good little setup. A few interesting games. I like yeah. it. You back at cricket. Uh, you you would be, pre-se- be training. It'll be pre-season, but Saturday is for the boys. All right. So, so um, Saturday, 22nd July. Pencil that in. We'll pencil that in because I've only just penciled it in today. So, <laughs> <laughs> lads, uh, that's what we're doing. But, yeah, uh, get around it. We'll put out an event and make it a bit more official in the coming weeks. Hot Topics, buy coverage. How many do we have? Great question. I've got... I think I've got 14 pending the use of a boost. So teams obviously just dropped. I've got a few things to kind of decide in my own head. Um, yeah, so it depends if I'm going to use my last boost or not. I'm not too sure, but I'm sitting okay, I think. I'm pretty happy. I don't know about you, but I know 14 way more than enough. Um, I think the tactic is have more, so just in case you have dud scores. But at the same time, I think using trades to get more, It's I've heard a lot of people say that's stupid, but... I think right now them trades are being used towards 14 and 16 as well. Yeah, mm. if, if my my last guy, if I do decide to use this last trade, it's not just going to be a guy that's only playing 13 just for the sake of this week. It's going to be the last guy's going to be looking into the future a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's tough. I, mean, I spoke about it all day and I've been tearing my hair out, but um, as I do, but we'll get there eventually. So I'm pretty set on my trades, to be honest, but um, I have 16 currently. Lockie Miller named on the bench. That's a massive blow because he was hot tier. So you would have had 17 with Miller? No, I would have had 16. It would have been 17, but I, I was so high on Harrison Edwards last week. Got in Burbo. Got in Burbo. Injured for six oh, weeks. Harrison Edwards, like, Burbo's out, but Harrison Edwards didn't. Four, fly, 40 fly points, yeah, made 100K, still negative now. 30 break who even. Savs um, actually convinced me into Harrison Edwards and then pulled out on him at the last <laughs> minute, which felt <laughs> like a stab in my heart at the time because I was following him blindly, you know. And um, I think that Burbo thing 
was like everyone else was just a victim of your karma. Well, we did say last week, we said, get Burbo, and at least if he's not going to start in the team, he's, he's going to be trouble because he's going to be on the bench. Now he's out. So yeah. well, it could be they, worse. could be playing 10 minutes off the pine. There you go. Week, can, so. I convinced you to get Harrison Edwards pulled out. Uh, it's one time, one time my pull-out game was actually strong. So... Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going to go after that. I just had that joke in my well, mind and I was going to tell it. Harrison Edwards, if I, you were saying you had Kepi. I, I was so desperate to try and afford Kepi last week to inst- inst- trade Kepi in instead Edwards, but I was like a thousand short or something. Good call. Can't believe I was so desperate to get <laughs> Kepi in my sight for a moment. Yeah. Oh, my God. So how many do we have, Timmy? Nine. Nine. So that's before trade. So I'm probably going to – Are you boosting? I'm definitely going to go to 12. I could use the three that's available. I yep. potentially will boost. I've got to just keep doing the numbers in my mind for the back end of the run. And I just, it's starting to get sound like, because I'm at, I think that'll put me at 21 if I boost. I'm at 25 now. And if I was to have 21 and then know I'm going to use two again next week, leaving me 19, that's with. 14, that's about 13 weeks to go. That's starting to get a bit well, nerve-wracking for me. That's why this week, I know I said probably, I think I said last week, are we targeting people who play around 13, 14, not really worrying. Now the week has come, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking of 16 now. Like not only 14, the numbers for 14 are pretty good. We can use trades next week for 14 and 16. But I think if you're getting in a player this week, it can't be a Warriors player. Or it can't be a Raiders player who doesn't play round fifteen. I think you've got to be going. I mean, you it can, could. I mean, if that's going to help you, you out for next week as well, because yeah, that, that that might be something to people need to consider as well. Yeah, but if your numbers, like for instance, myself, I looked at my numbers. I think I had six for six or seven for round sixteen. I don't want to be scrambling. Yeah, right. So, so you're sort of really set up nicely now. I've, I feel like I've almost got 16 players available for round 16. Yeah, just because I'm on the other side of it. Yeah, so, yeah. I, it, and but but 13 is the target. So I think I'll be scrambling to get 13 and 16. But I'm set up nicely now to do that. Yeah. Whereas, whereas you might feel a bit panicky and feel like you're behind um, the eight man. I've had a but chat he... to the boys. They're all going to have blinders, man, for me on this um, this game. I've had a yeah, I've had a chat to them all. So like we got together as a group and um, yeah, just bonded. And yeah, all the all my players in my supercoach side are going to go off. He's got a surprise for us today. I'm very. He, he was Ooh, meant yeah. to do it two weeks ago, but he was out with COVID last week. So I'm very um. Excited. I'm excited because I had to wait an extra week. This is, this is season <laughs> defining for you. Is it? Yeah. Right. Oh, it's a shrine. You know, that's what we've talked about. <laughs> it. Oh. I've no idea what's going on. It's by a the way. Jamin Salmon shrine. Do we got a dog? Oh, yes. <laughs> Here he is. It's a small one, so because I know you've got a family and stuff, you can't just be putting that up like a weirdo like oh, me in my house. Yes. Let's um. But I, I encourage find some four-leaf clovers, get a couple of crystals from the spiritual store, get some sage. You want to light that after a bad weekend, um, like of the super coach. But that's I've got some sticky tape if you actually want to use. No, that that's all right. Pin it up and um, can we see it? Move it over. His mate uh, Viliami's come along as well, just to <laughs> remind everyone. Yeah, the boys. So look, I got a couple of these made up. So these are the, we've got some to give away as well. So, oh, do we? Yeah. So this week we can give away a, a Jamin Salmon. Uh, one, if you like. Um, I've got obviously not your one. I haven't blessed the others. Only yours <laughs> is blessed. So the other shrines won't work as effectively. All right. So we're giving away Jamin's Salmon Shrine. I guess we'll figure out how we're going to do that by the end of the episode. Um, yeah. I, nice. I love it. I, groundbreaking. To, I've to, been to, trying to, to guess it for two weeks and I guess it on the spot in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, so who are we selling? There are an abundance of Origin players that have been picked. Firstly... We'll start off with we'll start off with the big one. Nico Hines. Eight hundred and sixty-three thousand with a ninety-seven break even. Plays round fourteen versus Brisbane, round fifteen versus Melbourne. Round sixteen will be out for origin, assuming. Round seventeen, he's out with the bye. Round eighteen out with St. George, and round nineteen out with the bye. It's not that bad. What are your thoughts, Hads? Him being named on the bench for me kind of changed everything. And I think um, 
I'm in, a, I'm in a position now where I don't need to sell him for his cash this week to get the guys I want to get in. If you do need to sell him for the cash, I understand that, and that would be a fair move. My point is that because he's on the bench now, I think he's almost a guarantee to back up and play yeah. Brisbane on the weekend. Um, and then next week I can make that decision whether I need the cash or whether I can afford to hold him or not. Um, so I'm, I'm holding him for this week, playing him next week or like on the weekend. Um, you know, Sorry, you know what I mean, in whatever round is next, not this yep. one, 14. Um, and I can make that decision then and I don't have to stress about it right now because I'm stressing about too many other things. Oh, so am I. I've actually got him sold at the moment, but I see a lot of for and against. I think mainly that round 17 buy puts me off, but looking at it here, I think realistically you've got to have him back for that round 18 clash against St. George. He's at the kind of price, 863000 with 97 break-even where – you can – he is achievable to get back. Timmy, I know you're probably against it at the moment, but oh, – I'm on the fence because I, I kind of want to do it as well just because I think the halfback spot could be nice to sort of take advantage of having a player over the buy period where others are sort of holding strong with both. I would definitely want to get him back. I'm just worried that oh, he's not completely out of – like at 8.50-ish is can, – can sometimes be hard without oh, that's a boost. Tricky, yeah. Unless you're like going to use your second trade to almost nuff out potentially say, someone. I, I also or, don't want to be sitting with heaps of cash in my in my bank during this period when I could be using it on guys that – So, save, so, I, don't, so yeah, I don't have yeah, to rely yeah. on a Ben Murdoch Masilla. Just <laughs> mind you, he's starting this starting. week. Starting. Um, Brilliant. So I don't really want to be sitting with cash there knowing I'm going to buy him back and trying to save up for that yeah. round 18, if that makes sense. It's another waste of trade yeah, as well. I'm so torn. I, I like, I'm just glad that we've got like a, a bit more than 24 hours to make this yeah, my lines up. So, Timmy, I, I look back to last year where you made a hot run into mm. 21st overall, and that was during this buy period where you, you sold a pretty prolific Origin player. I think that potentially was Nico Hines when he uh, was ruled out with COVID that week. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. Um, it was one of the. It boys, was against though. Melbourne, yeah. just leading into the buys. I think you did it, and he turned up against the Tigers. I think it it has to be someone like that. It has to be someone like Moses with high upside. Yeah, that you're going to do it to. I I, th- I think he's the only guy that I would do it to. I had flirted with Sean Johnson, the idea of that a couple of rounds or maybe like four or five weeks ago, like, oh, maybe I could do that because that's the thing that I went against when I won. I'm going Sean Johnson and I went, um, SJ, sorry, I went, what's his face? Um, You went DCE. DCE, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just reckon that, like, I thought that could be really cute to sort of go him when people aren't doing it but yeah I'm, I'm not rating it as much as the Moses thing looks way more just his speed that he's got he gets he's got that line break potential sets up tries scores a few himself the kicking as well so yeah hey, interesting one um I guess we're gonna have to I, I think with the Nico Hines chat we're gonna come back to that a lot in this chat um you want to say something no. No, no. <laughs> All right. Harry Grant, uh, he is also one of the most traded out this week, 655,000 with the 89 break even. Geez, he was underwhelming, but with Damian Cook being one of the um, people who missed out on Origin, I think a lot of people are going to him. I've got him. Mm, very nice. Everything's gone my way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he he was underwhelming. But I think he is a good buy round option. Oh yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think Grant back on that. Like going back to Hines saying he's a little bit out of reach potentially to get him back. Grant's that one where he's, he's what would you say six fifty whatever it was. Yeah, where he, you can get him back later. So at the moment, I've gone Grant to Cook at the moment. Yeah, um, and you bank seventy k by doing so, no, knowing that he'll be a little bit easier to get back. And the only thing that tears me about that one is that uh, Melbourne in the past have always had Brandon Smith that they can just plug in there during Origin and Harry doesn't have to back up. But if Harry backs up like these next few games, it might sting me mm. a little bit watching him run around. But uh, JMK does look nice, but he's mm. that bit pricier, so it's almost like that straight swap from Harry. Whereas if you do go down to Damian Cook, that's only a little bit more money than the people that were going to go the Robson option. And you said to me on the way in here, like, you're not. You're really excited or like interested to see how those guys are just missed out on Origin and going to play. Mm. I think Cook's one that could really want his spot back. The only in thing the that irks me is like we're sort of getting to it too in the chat um, was just 
the fact that they are the next guy up. That's and if things saying, don't yeah. work out for the Blues in one way or another, whether it be Appy was just too too busy for the other players to allow them to be able to, you know, be as creative or maybe he gets injured, then Cook's straight there and then you're yeah. kind of like, oh, I've got him now and oh, that's annoying. Whereas if you kind of go one of the other guys that's not really eligible or at least two or three people behind yeah. the incumbents. Can I just say, in the space of 12 months, Damien Cook was an incumbent Australian player, an incumbent hooker for New South Wales Blues, and now he is neither. And in my opinion, he's been as consistent as anyone in the competition at hooker. I I understand picking Appy, but I just... I think with that side, all the strike they have on the outside, the the Clearies, the Luwais, Tedesco, like we've seen Brandon Smith and Tedesco work. It just hasn't worked. I get the Penrith connection, but I just think it's so harsh on Damien Cook. Like how he's lost two representative jerseys mm. and he's been as consistent as he's ever been. Yeah, I think this is the kind of equal to the best period he's ever played. I think for two or three years he kind of fell off the fell off the perch a little bit. Um, the Australian jersey I totally get because Harry Grant and Ben Hunt do that so so bloody well, and, and obviously and Hunt, I agree Hunt carrying the halves, ca- covering the halves obviously helps for Australia as well. Um, I'm happy they picked Appy because I think he really deserves it, but I, I agree. I, th- I thought they were going to go two hookers and they didn't. Um, Brandy came out in the media and said they didn't think it worked last last year or something, and you know Nico can play hooker or something. So, uh, Luai <laughs> played hooker for Samoa a couple of times. I reckon I'd love to see him tackle in the middle, but um, I'm I, surprised as well. But hey. For us super coaches, for oh, now, yeah. it works all right. Hey, for me, I said to you a couple of weeks ago, Timmy, I got Cook just on the off chance that he could potentially miss out on Origin. Mm. I didn't think it actually kissed happened. Bro, kissed on the dick. No, you <laughs> make your own luck, you know what I mean? You put yourselves in these spots to sort of no, have I'll, things go your way. If he was definitely going to play, I was like I was buying him anyway. I just felt like he was a good player at the time, but... There, there was just that little inkling that he could miss out, and um, I'm very happy with how it's played out. But at the same time, I feel bad for him, and I think he's going to bounce back this week. But um, we're talking about players we want to sell. No one's really tossed up Nathan Cleary. Uh, 890000 Round 14, he plays the Dragons on Sunday, which is quite a heavy turnaround. One, two, four days. He plays... 15, he plays the Roosters, who he just put a score against on. Round 17, Newcastle. So they got a pretty good draw. And round 19, they got the bye. So round 20, he'll be back. I assume he gets rested in round 20. But if he's not rested otherwise, I assume he's a hold. I'm holding. I think uh, what I've been looking at as well for a lot of these guys backing up is uh, who they play the week after the 14 one. So, and what day they play on, I mean. Um, so, for example, Cleary plays on the Sunday, and people are saying that's great. Four day, four days after Origin, that's that's brilliant. But then I'm looking at the week after that from a almost sports science point of view, I guess. What day they're playing on that week? Because potentially, so the Titans guys, I heard a lot of people talking about Fafita and Tino who who hold who have him. They're saying, oh, brilliant! They play on Sunday as well. They're a hold. They, they're going to back up. But then the next week they play on the Thursday. So that's potentially three games of footy in eight days. Mm. So I'm not sure if they're going to play both of those games or, if, or something like that. Whereas Cleary's in a little bit of a different boat. He plays Sunday, then the next Saturday. So he's got another six days after that. A very so sneaky way 12, to look at it. No, no. I like it. That's for three games. That's actually very interesting because I haven't even put Dave Fafita on my list. Four tons in a row. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, his price seems hard to get back to. 900K. I didn't even realise. I've just had him since the start and I don't even watch his yeah. price. Because you I feel look, like he's not a pod and, and I, you're not excited yeah, about that's him. that's right. And I looked the other day and I saw he was 900 and something. I was like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, it's like, fucking how crazy. How are people ever going to get him in there if they don't have him? Mikey doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. He's also the top 5%. <laughs> <laughs> I got him some slack. But my point is, yeah, my point is I'm not sure. Like, Tino's coming off the bench in origin, is he? Or is he starting? I think yeah, I think he's coming off the bench. So, like, but it depends on his minutes, obviously, and he's a bit of a machine. So like he might play those three games in eight days. Or yeah, it is, but uh, it's a tricky one. Like I, I assume Fafita plays big minutes as well. Yeah, I think he's got it. Who's the other second? Gilbert. Got? Gilbert, and then who have they got on the bench? the bench? I don't, can't remember. The competition's just so tight at the moment. I just don't reckon too many people, unless they're like really long game coaches, yeah. that'll go. I'll rest him. I can. Get some other blokes in, and if we, we take a loss, we take a loss. I'd rather them be fit in the back end, yeah. sort of thing. You'd need them to be that real minded. I think a lot of them are going to sort of see where they're at, at the light, on the ladder, be like, 
we need you to we need you to play. That's the thing, like as much as I love Penrith doing well, us going into the bye period coming first, like there's there's this world where we lost two of those three last games and we're fifth or sixth. But we're or only equal first with five other oh, sides. Yeah, there's so what, there's no safety there at all. And seventh or something. Bro, but how nuts is the competition? By the it's way, great. It's great for us. But it, like even the Tigers, who were basket case of a club a month ago, we talked about on the way in, Timmy. Buller, where where has he come from? Honestly, he's such a good footballer. I, I think we said it on the way in. How like how does he sit in reserve grade with that experience? Like I like Dane Laurie, but how are you choosing Charlie Staines over this guy? How old is he? How old is Buller? I don't know, but he acts like he's fucking thirty. Yeah, and I heard the other day he was apparently an elite basketball player that like just quite, oh, did, yeah. didn't quite make it or something. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah no. So he, he was a basketballer. He played at the Gold Coast. Took a year off to play basketball. Oh, while we're on the topic of people's pastimes, you know, Cookie's a beach sprinter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's getting to that level. This basketball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Is it actually? Yeah. I only heard it for yeah, the first time the other day. All oh, right, well. I feel like it's just like it's getting to that sort of. <laughs> yeah. So you used to you could have played could have played in the NBA. Yeah. But like, I'm not even kidding. I reckon he's a. Top ten fullback in the uh, game, maybe maybe twelve, close, close. maybe twelve. Oh, he's got like, the potential for sure. Like, yeah. He's about there. Like people who come in like that just don't have the ball playing that he does. He's so it's like Latrell, but his timing is. How good was the timing for that John Bateman try? Mm. Everything they did on the weekend was just unbelievable. Just lingered by him yeah. like in slow motion, and then he gets the ball, and then boom! Really stings me out. I held Walsh and Turbo. Like this whole time thinking at least one of them was going to miss out on Origin. Yeah. Like his people got bull. Now I'm looking, he's like 440k or something. I missed that cash and now Walsh and Turbo have both been named. Yeah. I'm fucking kicking myself. But Maybe he's a buy. He's sort of a negative 30 break even or something. Yeah, so. and he plays the next two You'd have guys. to swallow a lot of pride on that one. Yeah. He's still at a good price. Like from, from what I see, he's worth more than <laughs> what he is at the moment. You're touching each <laughs> other under the, the desk. Um, Valentine Holmes. So this is someone I had absolutely locked in to sell. Round 13, he plays Origin, obviously, so he doesn't play. But round 14, he has Friday night against Melbourne or against the Bulldogs or something. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like that on Friday night. They have said before that sometimes backing up I'm, I'm quicker is, is, yeah. is, is a little bit easier, but I'm not convinced personally. He's an outside back, though. Got I feel it. like they could take a hit they, on that position. They, they could a, sit him, you know what I mean? And they have the buy in 15. So even if they push him for these two weeks, they like there's every chance he, pl- he backs up and then he's got a couple of weeks off to put his feet up. I think pretty much if you don't have to sell him this week, don't. See if he plays round 14. If he doesn't get named, then I think he probably is a sell. That's a good way to tackle it. Give yourself another look on a lot of these guys that you're a bit unsure of yeah. and see where they get named. Yeah. But then again, if he, if you need to sell him and he's an avenue and you're stressing, 100% sell him because like he's backing up on the Friday. What is yeah. he actually going to do also anyway? I sold him a long time ago and like... Have you really, haven't. Have you really I, really 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 yeah. Yeah, I did like, it the week that he went off for the first time and scored really well, and I was like, mmm, of course. And then he sort of did plateau down yeah. the next week and scored a thirty. And I was like, oh, like he's, I think he's still in the top like five or so center or like top whatever center wings. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't ever look at someone playing and head head and go. He's no oh, stuff at toe. I will say that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bloody gave him a bath on the weekend. Uh, James Tedesco, round fourteen, plays the Sunday against the Bulldogs. Him and Tommy come back to. Absolute firing range, uh, 118 with two tries. I think it's potentially the Manu factor. No Manu, yeah, but sure. he's tipped to come back in round 14. He does play Penrith in round 15, so I guess looking at it, he's number for 14, but he can be a sell over this period. Yeah, well, he's got the same schedule as Cleary, so if you're – I think if you keep Cleary or you're keeping Cleary to play, as in for these next three or so weeks – um, if you're keeping Cleary because of his schedule and thinking he's going to back up, I think Tedesco has every chance as well. 100%. He's more chance. That's what I'm saying. Because they, they, need, they need Tedesco. Like, I know they can just lob Manu back there and it's worked for him in the past, but the Roosters are a basket case at the moment, <laughs> so, which I love to say. <laughs> but oh, I'm enjoying it myself. I, I, think, I, think they, I think they need him, and I think he backs up just with the, with the schedule with those four days in between and then the whole week between uh, 14 and 15. So. The reason it's in- enjoyable to watch the Roosters, you know, do poorly is because uh, they're, they're such a good club. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So it's kind of like you respect them so much that when they're, you know, not 
not performing, it's a little bit like... <laughs> yeah, that happens in every sport. That's like what every, everyone's like about Penrith every, now, pretty yeah, much. that's what I'm so. saying. If we yeah. fell off a perch and, and shit, like, that'd be the same thing. But it happens to every sporting code in the world. Men, you know, I do shit. Everyone hates him. The Lakers do shit. Everyone hates him. Penrith. The Dallas Cowboys Penrith do now. shit. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the everyone's had him Melbourne you know. for so long. Yeah. Uh, well, the Roosters haven't been good for a long time and everyone still hates them. So, like, for a few years now, they've been no they've good. They've always been there or thereabouts, though. Mm. Like. Yeah, but, like, have we given them more credit than they deserve in the recent... Like, On paper, like, yeah, they always look yeah, fantastic. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, they made the semis and thereabouts, but they haven't made preliminaries in a while. Uh, Newcastle and the Titans have made the semis in the last few years. Do we give them credit? Yeah, that's fair. Good point, Saz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I do come up with some good stuff sometimes. <laughs> Tom Trevojevic has the buy in round 14. Um, it's a bit of a tricky one because mm. there's so many of these origin guys that have done well and you can't sell all of them. Mm. I feel like it's kind of hurting yourself for the back end of the season if you do sell all of them. Yeah. I'm With the Lockie Miller news of being benched, I was – keeping Tommy with the negative one break even. But maybe I keep Lockie Miller this week. Um, but then again, that's cash generation where Tom's going to go up, Miller's going to go down. Maybe I just cut ties now. I reckon Tom could be a thing for the rest of the year. Like after he sort of just went, all right, it's kind of like he was – he reminded me of Forrest Gump when he was running down that, you know, he's got the shackles on his – in the movie where he's got the shackles on his legs and he's sort of still fast, but then he just breaks them off and they just go flying and he realises he's – he was like Forrest Gump, basically, in that game, <laughs> just breaking his shackles off, and he's, he's right to go now. How good was he? I, yeah. I kind of agree with Timmy, and it's a scary one, because that negative one being now makes him a hard sell. Yeah. I've got Walsh there as well, though, so makes it really hard. I think I've got to keep one, I think I've got to keep one of them, don't I? Like, well, he's, I reckon it's he, Latrell and Turbo. If Turbo can just do yeah. a little bit of what he was doing. Like, as in the two for the rest of the year. Yeah, like, I reckon they're the two best. Yeah. I was thinking it was like... Oh, I kind of like Walsh and Latrell, yeah. but now I'm thinking... To be fair, though, like Latrell, the Rabbitohs draw is very good now, whereas everyone's going to target Latrell post-Origin, where the draw gets tougher. But he, he still went we well did at that the start last, of the year. Like last year. And they've had a tough draw. Yeah. Bunnies have had, like, the worst draw. It seems like they don't play any bad sides. It just seems like it, it all does. year, it's like if they get a bad side, then they've got two good ones, and then it's, there's no consistency of a poor run. Like, a lot of sides yeah, are getting that. it does seem that way. Um Reese Walsh, uh, 14 Sharks, 15 Newcastle, 17 Titans, 18 Dolphins. He has a pretty good draw in this period. So Yeah, the games he does play are quite – I don't – He could – he's another one that could come back from – like Turbo's been there, done that, right? So I just, you just hope that he comes out fit and not any more damage than he is, and he'll still keep playing well, I reckon. But with Reese Walsh, he could absolutely grow a leg coming back after yeah. being – you know, spending that little bit of time with Billy – been around all the boys at an elite level and playing at the speed that his mind wants to play at, you know what I mean? With all of them, he could come back and just light it up even even bigger. Like well, did you hear Kevin Walters after one of the recent games talking about how they've gone the last few weeks in the lead up to Origin? He was kind of he was a little bit disappointed in the fact that they dropped those couple of games because he re- I think he really wanted to like rest these guys and um, give him a spell. Yahas Carrigan Walsh, for example. Because they lost those games now, probably good for Walsh owners because I think he's slightly more chance of backing up. But he's, he's only, what, 19 years old, 20 years old, playing his first origin. I can't see him throwing him back in on Saturday night. He's I young and fit, though. The, like, the thing is, like, it just would be come down to whether he was sore. He'd be ready to like, – he, he wouldn't be gassed it's, for it. It's not about that. I don't think it's – I don't. I honestly, it's not up to Walsh, I don't think. I think it's people looking at his schedule and going, mate, you're 19 years old, you do a string now and, like, you – Cooks for the rest of the year. Like, it's all a load. Thing. Yeah, like, I don't know too much about the yeah, likelihood of you know, injury. That could be yeah, a thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's, that's the whole point. It's not as much as soreness and him. ability. I think it's, are you going to do a string because you've played too much footy? I you think know? that's so greedy of Kevy, honestly. like To back him up? What? what or to, yeah, well, yeah, to, to have that mindset, oh, I can't back him up now. I just think... They're in a position, they're equal first. Yeah, if, if they're confident in the way they're going this year, I think just like re- rest them sporadically. Like rest Walsh one game, yeah. rest Haas uh, another game after Origin, rest Carrigan another week. Spread them out. If you don't want to do it all at once because like if there's a game where you're pretty confident you can get over the line, like maybe post-Origin where – Almost one you just kind of throw in 17. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, ju- I, don't know. I, I just think it's a, it's a bad mindset and 
in my opinion, just, just, just hearing that, I think the Broncos forwards in Haas and Carrigan, they're going to be burned out quite significantly and at Flegler the end of the year. Well. Flegler, Origin. Yeah. yeah. Very good. That's good for whoever they're playing this week, the Warriors. Yeah, but the Warriors are like short price favourites this week. Yeah. They have $1.35 or something. Geez, Fanua Blake, what's he anytime try score? Probably $1.01, <laughs> <one, laughs> eh? <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. It? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I guess, so who are our top sellouts for um, Origin players regarding? I, I think I'll start with, I think Valentine Holmes, number one. I'm going to go... Are you asking each of us individually? Yeah. I'm going to go Grant just because I think there's enough yeah. placements that will score similarly over this period. But plan to get him back. The thing is with Grant, though, you, you don't, you, he'll do a, like have a poor performance and then we all sort of drop our expectation of him and go, oh, yeah, sometimes he gets 30s and oh, there are only other times he gets 60s when everyone else gets 60s. And then you sell the bloke and he comes out and he scores 120 mm. when everyone else's guy's gone 40 for that week and you're kind of like, oh. Why don't I have Grant? Yeah. He's the best in the position. But in the last few years during the origin period, it's been yeah. proven. Mind you, no Brandon Smith in the Melbourne side at the moment, but he does seem to take it easy during this period. Mm, the 40-minute thing could be yeah. handy. That The fact that he's not doing going out the whole game. I think... I'm really on the fence about this one. Like I'm struggling to who I'm going to sell this week. That's my biggest problem. I'm keen on a lot of purchases, not... A great deal in particular from the amount of positions, but there's a lot of nice options this week. I think that definitely answers it. It's um, the forwards, Payne Haas, I think probably a sell over this period because you can manage the forwards through minutes. If the backs play, they're going to play at least 70 minutes. If the game's done, they will get a rest 10 minutes to go, but they're not going to play 40 minutes and while the game's still in the balance, not play. So um, I reckon people have got Payne Haas. I reckon a nice straight swap for them if they just want to pay up for it is to go to AFB. Well, at the moment, they can make a nice little profit going to Tarpanay, but I like Tarpanay. Is the minutes going to be there? Yeah. I like Tarpanay this week, by the way. We'll get to it at team list. But um, who are our targets this week? So... Number one was Damien Cook. We've spoken about him. We all keen. If you, if you're going that way, I think yeah, you've got to make a decision whether it's him or Marshall King. I, I think he's the way to go. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to sell Harry and then I'm, the, the guy I'm selling so for. I've got, I've got Reed. I've got Reed Marnie's my other hooker. So <sighs> he hurt me a lot on the weekend. And it's still handy having hard, that value there. Geez, though, hard to nice. like, but I, I kind of I don't mind selling Grant because I don't have a Sunny Luke or something like that sitting there. Mm. So. I'm okay with it, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah, it's tough because I've got Sony there, and I feel like if I do sell him, there's a chance that I've found in the past that Harry's often always the guy you go, I'll get him back, but you end up having to get other people back and you leave him to last, and then you kind of go on, I've got two trades left, there's five more rounds. Do I pull that or do I just keep it for safety and you end up running the guy you've got? And then That's that right. can. But then, over, like, who are you going to not, like, to answer Sal's question, like, you're not going to sell, if you're not going to sell Grant, yeah, which Origin plays. So I would sell. I've got my right. options are I've to, oh, I've, I'm selling yeah. um, Reese Walsh. Yeah, I'm considering. So that. Reece Walsh out of that chat. Yeah, you're saying Reece. No, he was. He's, oh, right. he, that's it. I'm getting the answer out of yeah, it. So, so those two Reece, move Reece, on. Yeah. Reece Walsh, Toto, um, either one of Edwards or Utakamanu. Yeah. And then it comes down to he's giving you the hurry on. Yeah. He's keeping us on a tight <laughs> leash, Dave. We've got lots to get through. I think we've got about. Got about half an hour left, That's so right. we'll we've got it. Yeah, we've got a bit to get through. Kalen Ponga, five hundred eleven thousand, misses Origin, shifted back to fullback. Their best player all year, barring the last two weeks, has been moved to the bench to cater for this goal kicking potentially. Cheap price, dual five eight fullback. I don't reckon you goal kick, but. I reckon they'd give it to back to Hastings. So he's, he hasn't been goalkeeping because of a hip or a groin or a oh, so what? An ankle. So there's an injury. Yeah. There. Okay, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's um, why Miller's been kicking. I'm pretty sure. No, Miller wanted over him. I thought. Yeah, I thought Hastings had a few a bad week where he right, missed okay. a few, and then they they just yeah. went all right. Miller, and, you have to go. And then he there kept was a week where Ponga kicked when Miller. I'm not sure if Miller was out or HIA or something, but he kicked one week. And then Ponga was out for a couple of weeks, and then Miller just kept the kicking from there. I think Ponga likes to have the kicking. Ponga was kicking before Miller and Hastings um, 
when they're all on the field together. So if he was uh, kicking, it's a really nice insurance for the games where he doesn't have a lot of attacking stats because it would sort of still boost him up a little bit to where you'd, oh, I'll take that score. So that's nice if that's a thing. I think I like it as a play, uh, playing Manly this week who are severely under strength, no Tommy, no DCE, no Jake Trebojevic. There's See him being one of the guys who'd want to have a bind and go, why aren't yeah. you picking me? Yeah. But the thing is too, like... I just get the vibe that like, I've got the same nerves that Billy has, obviously. Is, is this guy going to get knocked out if I play him in my side? You know what I mean? I don't know if I can do it. I, don't, I can't. Just because of that. I just don't know if I can do it. Are you, are you, he, he, just the way he did, like, I, feel I know like he's going to anybody go the back, can so get knocked contact. out at any time. Like, Nico Hines got hit in the head twice on the weekend, but they didn't take him off just because oh, yeah, he doesn't have a history. Yeah, but yeah, but, said, but he's, yeah. he's getting exactly the same knocks, but they're taking him off straight away just because of the history. They're trying to be precautious. Like that hit on the weekend, it wasn't that bad. Like oh, he I, got hit it, in, I wouldn't have wanted it. It was pretty hard contact to the chin. He got up pretty, like he, he was... Pretty yeah, he got it was up, hard, but solid, it wasn't in the, in chin. the head. It was, it was in, in the, the chin, chin, though. But that can Nico Hines, that blokes knock you out when you're. Bo- I don't know anything about boxing. But oh, <laughs> Nico Hines on the weekend should have got taken off for two HR. If he was Kalen Ponga, he would have been taken off twice. Oh, but that's opinion. up to the independent doctor and what they say. <laughs> <that time>, <laughs> after Manly, they do run into Brisbane. Roosters, yeah, and Penrith. So I kind of yeah. like him. Hey, like at the price, it's not too risky at five hundred and something. He's probably not going to lose any cash. It, He's it, got upside. It's also the buy next week, which is that's the other thing that told me back. So I'm kind of a bit like counting my numbers and thinking I'm bang on seventeen if if everything kind of goes my way. I don't know if having the numbers is going to be the best thing this week. Like having the insurance of not having your shit players be in your score. I think it's going to be having the guys that go off, mm-hmm. and I think Ponga is the guy in this match that is going to probably top score. He's either going to top score or he's going to get score you like a, yeah five, and you'll be like ah oh, Ponga, and everyone will be like oh, why do I want to trust him ah. Oh. But I think you got to have a have a lash. I think I'm going to have a lash. Hey, I think he's got, <laughs> I think that was quick. Yeah, that was quick. <laughs> Look, the thing is, the only way I like reason I think I'm going to do it is because I'm going to probably try get another fullback that at least plays thirteen and fourteen. So then I can still hide him at fullback, which is where I'd have to. Have him for a bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of liking the idea of it. Hey? Yeah, I, I do like. It I as do well. like it this week as a sole one week play, but that draw after that is scary. Okay, I haven't looked too far into it, but I just said it was Brisbane Roosters Penrith after. This. It does make me nervous as well, though, that we've said you know like anything happens to Reese, he always you know pulling up his legs, always something going on with his legs. It's usually it's a cramp, but he's straight back. Yeah. yeah, he'd be straight back in. Or if they even lose the game and Reese Walsh just maybe doesn't do it on the big stage like we all hope he does. Even as Blues fans, I think we want to see him have a good game. But, yeah, if yeah. he doesn't, maybe Kalen's straight straight in game two. So that yeah. sort of makes me Well, nervous. we know Queensland don't pick and stick. So well, I think oh, changed we've, that, got, they? we've got to – You've um, got to adapt, though, in the modern yeah. game. Uh, uh, Parramatta players. Um, there's the obvious targets in – Dylan Brown, whom most people have, um, but there's three here. Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, and Mike Sivo. Don't talk about him. He's not you know, no good. You know, look, I've got Sivo, and I like him. He's a pod. Uh, he, he's, he's had, like, he had a blinder at Magic Round. I think he was a top scorer of the round, yeah. 124 or that something. That was nice, wasn't it? But, yeah, he had to score three tries for it, I think it yeah. was. And like, the other, other two weeks I've had him, I think he's got me uh, 40 and uh, – 31, so... Look, he scored 60 the other week when he's you had a, him too. But yeah, yeah. I He's think good, I like him for the big ones, but yeah, he's he's definitely got that AJ factor about him where if he doesn't score, he's for a bigger boy, he doesn't really take a yeah. great deal of runs. I think guys that you should be targeting this week are the guys that have the high upside according to their matchups. I think the um, the Bunnies-Raiders matchup is a bit tricky. Um, mm. It's it's a bit more even than it is. So maybe if you're getting in a Cody Walker, yeah, he's got good coverage next week. Which uh, I mean, if you're getting him in, you're getting him in for the coverage over the next few weeks, not just for this week. But the matchup that stands out to me is Parramatta versus the Cowboys under I strength. Totally agree. And um, guy you didn't mention there, and he's like an obvious super coach option. But Jermaine Hopgood, I haven't had it. I had him at the start, sold him. I'm getting him back in this week. Yeah. Um, I've always kind of shied away from him just because of the uncertainty around minutes and Maddo and whatever he's doing. Maddo obviously out. Campbell Gillard's obviously out. Paolo playing 
Origin. Uh, I'm looking at their their pack and Offerhand Gowie is now after his great game last week for the Tigers. <laughs> um, he's now there. Greg, uh, their bench is like Brendan Hands. Yeah, not much, not much else. So my point is that Hopgood almost locked in at 80 uh, against a pretty weak Cowboys pack, pretty depleted. I'm actually thinking of captaining Hopgood this week. I think I like well, it. I, I, know I like he's it. Not, Upside, upside, like a, like he's obviously not going to score no, like 24 no, and 170. But if I can get, if he gets 120 in 80 minutes this week, yeah. but like, and he's also safe enough that like that he's going to get you know 70, 80. Yeah, yeah. You're, 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 minutes, you're yeah. saying the upside's not there, but I'm saying the mega upside. One hundred and seventy. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah but or. realistically, this weekend there's probably one guy who has that upside, and that's Mitchell Moses, in my opinion. He's the only guy who has 150 plus ceiling. Maybe Scott Drinkwater, but behind maybe that Dylan pack, Brown in the same game. maybe Dylan Brown, um, but not much stands out to me. I think the Knights, like Caelan Ponga, has potential upside, but he's never scored. Like, he scored 160 once, I think. Yeah, he seems like he's got a Walshy quality about yeah, him. He's like, actually like, got to do a lot of work, yeah. and it's got to look really good for him to score yeah. 100. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying about Hopgood with his upside, like, a lot of people will say this person has upside, this person doesn't, but it's just because the way he gets his points is less exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he tuned out what seventy eight on the eighty on the weekend. At least he's just, not a nervous watch. When you've got a guy that's like is, yeah. like, has to put the play on like a Cody Walker or something like that, who can be on like fifteen with twenty minutes to go, and you're like, oh, what have I done? Yeah. At least yeah. top good, you're gonna be like another tackle, another was, tackle, good, another tackle, offload, offload. 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 Yeah. Bloody hell, how good is he doing? Oh, that he offload was next level. He was going, give me a bloody jersey. He's, he's, it's like the tackle he's done, and he's like, hang on a second, I'll just go over here yeah. and <laughs> like pop it out. He's very yeah. good. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna bring, in, I was tossing out Tohu and Hopgood because I don't think I can get two this week in the second row, and obviously. Tohu plays 14 as well, so that's why I really wanted him. But I was just looking at that matchup this week, and I was like, I can't not have, I can't not have Hopgood this week. Look, they could probably score within, I reckon, about 30 to 40 points of each other. So if you're only going to do it for 40 points, you know what I mean? Like, if, it, yeah. if you think it's a longer-term better play or whatever. Yeah. But I like Hopgood, man. The yeah. thing is, though, again, I reckon for someone who, like, he wasn't in the, the conversation big time, but he was kind of lingering yeah. there. A couple injuries, maybe. Yeah. he could. He, he's still going to have the mindset of... I'm on audition Absolutely. here, so I think you'll have big games. Uh, Manly, Lockie Croker, nah, like as a downgrade option. Uh, he hasn't been getting the minutes with Lawton on the bench this year. Um, there's obviously Garrick Bullimore, 440,000. I thought he'd get that starting spot. He didn't, so um, unless he's end, ended up getting the starting spot. We're actually recording this at 4 o'clock. He so didn't, no. He didn't get that. That's fan, fan who's playing. Yeah. On the okay. Well, then scratch Bully more. Oh, Paseca. playing lock. Oh, Paseca? How good for us Kepi owners. Paseca's been very good. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on him? He's almost too expensive now. What's, what's he priced at now? 540 Yeah, that's a bit sticky, isn't it, mm, Definitely sticky for a Paseca. Yeah. yeah, righto. All right, let's go to team list. Um, Valence Tafari was a massive uh, super coach option couple of weeks ago named at number 17 that's that's bad that really hurts i'd, I'd had i'd had him locked in as a just someone to free up cash so i could go whoever i kind of wanted to for this week yeah um but the super coach, super coach gods are against us unfortunately um so i imagine that's gonna hurt us for his eventual price rise if he gets five or ten minutes or whatever he does on 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 the weekend i can't see him um do you reckon there might be a little bit of musical chairs involved where maybe Bennett only, moves him Yeah, the only thing him. is a late change. Like, Cody Nicarima's playing fullback. Um, I had, yeah, Zarko. I, yep. I had Jermaine Zarko on my radar for this week. Uh, didn't do it you assuming, rookie. assuming he was going to play assuming he was going to play fullback. Yep. I saw Nicarima there and I was like, oh, I, I, I might do it now. But I just, I just can't be confident that Wayne's not going to pull a pull little Swifty on us and and shuffle them around. Yeah, there's a lot of different things you could do. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> play Sarko at the back and slide someone out or something. Like I'm not. I just can't back. What, but maybe he there. also does have some pretty awesome impact value coming off the bench as well. When you know if they're behind or whatever at some point, or even yeah. just to rip and tear, even if they're killing it. The, thing get, is, the, the thing good is, thing is we're going to find out. Yeah, and the centers can't play. Aiken and Brinko Lee both can't play on the wing, so it's not going to be a simple switch of. Like Nicarima bench, Osaka fullback, one of those two. That's going to be, be someone has to come in off the extended bench. It could be Edric Lee. No, no, move th- into the forward. No, this is what I'm saying. 
Ray Stone to the bench. Kenny Bromwich to lock. Aitken to second row. I don't mind it. Neither do I. There's also Edric Lees on the extended bench. Because yeah. as I was well, saying, you I think it was to you in yeah in the car that I reckon that with that. Um, that How's your trip to Gladstone? Guy. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> th- this trip, th- yeah, this trip was. Uh, so <laughs> 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 rattled, rattled. Yeah, you rattled. What are you talking about? Um, this bloke. Um, oh, Sevo wasn't named. Shut up, dude. Anyway. <laughs> I was before this time all weekend. <laughs> got me. These two have got me in the group chat so many times all week. Did yeah. you said Marju was out for Heimel Hunt? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> He's not, though. I don't want to be the guy that spreads the wrong, wrong rumour. I was only just trying to upset and make these guys' heartbeat skip. Um, look, Valence Defare, I just want to say about him, I think that he's the type of guy that you might not want to advertise that you're starting him because then – you know, the Dragons will probably do a whole lot extra homework on him, yeah. whereas with, he's going to come off the bench. They're not going to know where he's going to come in, and so maybe they don't focus on him as much. But then yep. if he does the late switch. It's almost like Wayne playing him against Talakai the other week. Um, it might allow them to do something like that. Yep. Opposing well, against the Would he go body. against Sui? Sui's another bigger body. He, he, you know what I mean? So that could yeah. be an interesting matchup. Yeah, Is it Because they've just swapped Wayne Max and Sui. Yeah, I'm, uh, Dragons are out of the way. I don't know what the Dragons are doing anymore. Murdoch Masilla named to start. I that, think he would that, be running Sully. I think he's running to Sully. <laughs> that, that's great news for Murdoch Masilla owners. Um, Is it though? Wouldn't say it's great news. Like, well, he goes you from, take it. He goes it's from better. 15 to 23. Well, well, 50, if he gets another 50 this week, he might, oh, he might, he might be in your top 13. Your you're right. He might turn into a cell eventually. I, I hope so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, Zach Lay, but named in the centres for Valentine Holmes. I think Will Panasini running at Zach Laybart could be a nice little pod play. Or probably easier than, um, like, probably a bit harder, I should say, than running at um, Valentine Holmes. Oh, the other way. But it's nice one too. Oh, just like rubbing it in. It's this time of the year, you've got to turn the banter up. If they're a Queenslander, you just trash talk them. <laughs> well, maybe he went Holmes because he oh, laid on his yeah. butt. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't deserve it. No. Um, so, so, so Will Panasini, I think he's a nice little pod play. Um, Jermaine Hopgood is in there. Don't offer in Galway <laughs> named a prop. He's 400k, so... High he, fours, isn't he? No, low fours. Really? Yep. So he's an... I, I think he's honestly... He's a good super coach player. He has been last... What do you reckon his role is in coming weeks... RCG out for front. He plays RCG's role. How much longer so does, does RCG Greg go for? back to the bench if Paolo plays? Yes. How much longer is RCG out for? Do you guys it was know? a while. There was like eight or nine weeks. Yeah, eight or nine weeks. I feel like it's been about four or five. I guess Three, that's probably maybe, enough, isn't it? Four week play. I'll get his exact price up here at the moment. So 420, second row, front row, break even at 40. And he, I think he scored like two tries yeah, on the week. Like, no, he scored one. But then, so he got 59 on the weekend in 52 minutes with a try. Was there a line break there? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it anymore. Yeah, it's not good. I, I feel like he used to be a good 60 guy in 2020. Yeah. It's because he was getting massive minutes. Yeah. I think he gets big minutes in this pack, though. I really think this he does. This pack he does. As soon as Paolo comes back. If he, if he played 14 as well, I feel look, like it'd look be at that bench. more attractive. Hands, Ogden, Mac, oh yeah, Lu, Luca Moretti. Who the fuck is that? Luca. You know, Luca, Luca. Moretti. Um, Warriors versus the Broncos. Tristan Saylor is in. Capo is in. Tohu Harris at lock. Fanua Blake at front row. Jackson Ford is back. There's not much doing here. Um, kind of a lot of what we expected, but uh, pod plays. Tony Staggs and Herbie Farmworth are the ones that stand out here. Yeah, sure. Luke, uh, Luke Metcalf at six, six as well. Interesting. I can't imagine many people have much room for a guy that won't play a whole lot in their spine with the guys that we're kind of targeting over these next couple of weeks. Uh, I see a lot of people going stags, and he's proper dropped off yeah. the perch. I've said that so many times. They dropped off the perch. Yeah. Um, Him and Reed Marnie are my never to do list. Yeah. They're the only two players I've got on there. Uh, never to do again. So. Never to do. I had a look at stags. I was like, oh, maybe it might be a little sneaky one. And I had a look, and I was like, to be fair, he's based like the start of the year. He was scoring like forties with a try, and then without a try, he was getting like mid twenties. He is back to scoring like forty with in base, but. For it's, the price, it's justifiable. It's, like, 
you, you could do it. You say it was uh, like a little sneaky one, but it's kind of like going to a free barbecue and stealing the barbecue, or stealing the food at the barbecue. Where <laughs> how's it like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you think it's you think it's nice and sneaky, and you're getting it for free, but right, it's actually pretty obvious, is what you're saying. As in, like, you're going to a barbecue, you're obviously going to get free food. Oh, the barbecue's uh, not good? They don't have good sausages? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, well, you get it for free anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's a free you, barbecue. You don't need to steal it. You, know, okay, yeah, you, you don't it. need to steal it. It's, yeah, it's, it's not pretty that trippy, man. I like it, though. I need a better, better yeah, analogy. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's kind of like, you know them, um, how people leave furniture on the side of the road? Mm, mm, mm. It's kind of like unwanted. Yeah, yeah Unwanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you'd be, yeah. That's a good analogy. I like that. I actually saw someone cleaning up on like, <laughs> just a drop on the way home on the way here actually. Uh Rabbitohs versus uh Canberra. A lot is kind of uh expected here, but Horsburgh on the edge and Tarpane in lock, so expecting big minutes from these blokes. Yeah, it's interesting. I think as a Horsburgh owner and a non Tarpane owner, it scares me a little bit. I think it does lock in Horsburgh for eighty, 80 minutes, I yep. think, especially given the bench with Nick Kotrick and the hooker, Tom Starling, on the bench. It locks him in for 80, but... There's no edges there. Mariotta's is the middle. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, as well. Um, it probably does it increase his chances of falling over for a sneaky try. Yeah, probably right. does take a little bit of that base away from him, and it's a bit scary, and especially the Tarpanay one. Like yeah, Tarpanay, I'm the same as you, man. I don't have Tarpanay either. It's making me nervous. Yeah, Tarpanay could play, you know... 65 because he's got the lock roll all of a sudden he just goes back to popping him out no he was offloading last week but he just didn't get the minutes to kind of he did uh, play more minutes last i I was having a look because it scared the living bejesus out of me and he did play a little bit more minutes last week than what he had been playing campbell graham named (laughs) there's a bit of controversy (laughs) in a group chat that me and savs are in about campbell graham and the fact that we were saying me and savs were saying that he withdrew because he he was 18th man had the sternum injury didn't want to train, didn't want to miss the Souths game because he couldn't train with the Blues and there was this big kerfuffle about it, a big argument in this group chat. But it's good to see him named. Um, Not for him. No, because he <laughs> probably thought he was going to be playing for the Blues, didn't he? Honestly, in my opinion, he's named to play. He was named 18th man. Would he have trained if he was named to start for the Blues? Like, I get you you made a really good analogy today. If you were 12th man for the Blues and you weren't making the Blues squad consistently, cricket, because he obviously plays for New South Wales, you would want to play cricket on the weekend. You want to get a release to play cricket on the weekend. I get that analogy. Is Origin different because one, like they're training for one event and you can easily miss a club game? Yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? Like, I think I think it probably it probably well probably wrong. It probably does come down to New South Wales making the decision that mate, look, if you can't train, we need to get these combinations working. Then you probably can't play for us. Yeah, so. I think it's a combination of the bunnies putting those restrictions on the blues and the blues going. Well, we can't take any restrictions. We're yeah. going all in. It's Origin. We need him around. Yeah. And then maybe like I don't know. I'd want to throw it out there. I don't know what Cam Graham doesn't. He seems like a pretty chill dude. But like maybe he would just be. A, gutted as well that he mm. didn't get the selection when he like he was really and spoken once, highly of chair, his, every... spot, his spot and then Tommy comes out and puts on a performance and it's like there you go just on the optics though it looks um, yeah, it, it looks, looks bad it looks it? bad the fact that he's playing but maybe you're right he just like he was going to be part of the opposing sessions and if he can't train then there's no point in he getting in there because he's not going to play him sitting on the bench on Wednesday night is not going to be yeah, doing that and who knows like if he was playing they might have accepted the fact that he wasn't training but it just doesn't look good to the person who's not thinking about it mm-hmm. um, but I'm a bit more open to it now than I was before yeah. I did say if he gets named for the Rabbitohs this weekend he will never play for New South Wales is he, I, is he a buyer? He's so expensive. I, I don't. Th- I, I'm tipping the Raiders this week. I think mm-hmm. the Raiders are pretty much full strength. No Hudson Young. They've got Papaliti still in the side. Um, no Latrell. No Cam Murray and Jai Arrow. That's a big one. I think. Um, no. Coleman Tungy hiding on the extended bench there. I think as well for yep. Souths. I don't think he's a buy. I don't think any Rabbitohs players are buys this week. Maybe Cody Walker because with Latrell out, he's mm. the center of their attack. Uh, last game on the weekend, um, K.O. Weeks is named at fullback instead of Ruben Garrick. 
It's a world where I skip Garrick this week just because he doesn't play 14 and uh, like a more appealing. Uh, he's I, more appealing. Is his price going to keep getting Hop- away? I feel like you could have got him at 500 yeah, I, now it's sort of starting to I get. I could have. I feel like Hopgood's more appealing to me this week. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, because I mean Garrick could just have a 50 in him and you take, oh, take yeah. that, whereas it feels like Hopgood's got a, a 70 and, to 80. Uh, yeah, out of those guys that don't play 14 and you're going to buy one, I yeah. think Hopgood is your man. I think so too, and I think just like no Tommy. No Tommy, no um, DCE. I, I think the Knights win this one at home. Uh, you know, Manly played well last week. This is the bat. Hey, you're going to have to pay 700k for him though. That's just going to be also pretty the much a fact. Savs' teams because Savs has jumped ship to the Turbos. Playing against the Knights. Who are you going for this weekend? Oh, Jesus. I'm obviously like I want Manly to win <laughs> for their finals hopes, but for Supercoach, I'll be cheering every time a Newcastle player scores because they're <laughs> gonna be my point of differences. Actually, yep. no, are they? If I have depends if I get Kalen Ponga. I haven't I've only got Marju really. So I've got Marju, Schuster. And Miller. Oh, He'll come on and do something. I don't know if I'm gonna sell him. Actually, no, I'll probably Anyway, you can talk yeah, about that anyway, later, um, we were going to talk about trades, but we are running out of time. Uh, do you want to just quickly say what you're doing? Yeah, so Harry Grant out, Cook in, uh, and then my second one will be one of my fullbacks out, Hopgood in, and then I haven't decided the rest. So, yeah, I've got a million different combinations going through my mind, but the main thing I'm, I know I'm definitely doing is I'm going to sell Tottenham this week. Yeah. I'm comfortable to let him go. It's just about whether I sell Udukmanu or Edwards. Got to make that decision up. Um, they've both got low BEs. I think Udukmanu could be a better hold just because I think Edwards could just disappear into nothing um, after a couple of weeks yep. of not playing. Um, entertain the idea of selling either Walsh or Hines, um, and I like the idea of potentially – Ponga, I like the idea of um, Moses. They're the kind of a, the attacky players I'd want, but I'm thinking I'll probably also get Tohu as a something I'm definitely doing. Maybe Valance, if he gets a start spot, I might jump on him, even though we could wait a week with Valance uh, for him before he gets a cash rise. Yes, there's probably no reason to urgently do it. Yeah. Yeah, look, I might do it, though, just because it's exciting. I love we come in here every week with Timmy, and he's like, you ask him a question about his team and he just like he's like <laughs> just really I don't know what I'm doing know what's going on but this is what I'm feeling and <laughs> as he speaks out loud he gets to it he gets there in the end and that's what he does that way uh, <laughs> bloody making the show twice as long as it needs to be actually I like the long podcast but it has to be a long one this week I think like it does but so we don't have we don't have much time no, I understand. Which, yeah it you sucks hurry so long yeah no I'm not no, no, Mate, no, time no, is just a no, concept. No, it's not bro. even real, bro. <laughs> I'm not Trent Copeland here, all right? So <laughs> all right. if you uh, know the reference, he did very a quick Daily Telegraph Thursday Ram stream. Ram thank you, man. Which was, no, but it was very good. It, like, it was very good, but it was very quick. Hey, don't you talk about my mate. <laughs> Get him on me. Um, on. Well, I'm trading. I'm getting, selling Heinz, Munster, and Holmes at the moment. Could be Miller. Just depends how I feel. Um, I might wait till that last. Oh, I probably can't do that. Actually, I'm getting Hopgood, Moses, and Walker. I like that. Three big play. Three potential big players. Yeah, and I've already got quite a few. Um, quite a few big potential scoring players. I think I like the sell Miller thing because what I think maybe what if they just stick with what they've got going there? You know, he could play be a good good all. I think Miller only comes back if Pong gets injured. Or plays Origin. Yeah. I think Pong is... Six hundred and thirteen k, eighty eight break even. Miller. Yep. Yeah, I think it's. You know, he's got to go. He's, he's done a good job. He's, for you. Some of them you get really attached to because they've yeah, been a nice he, pod. And, yeah. He's going to be out of my thirteen probably anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll stick with Miller. Hold Holmes for next week. Holmes might carve up Origin and then come back to NRL and be like, yeah, that stuff at Tolkien <laughs> never happened. <laughs> All right, guys, captains. I'm thinking Hopgood. You thinking did say Hopgood. that. I'm thinking Dill Brown at this point, but I don't have Moses in my side yet. So if I have Moses, I might take the risk with him because I think he could probably potentially score 50 more or if he goes really well, but he could also score 50 less if he lets you know the others get involved more. It's usually the Gutho, Moses and um, Brown, they don't all go big. There's like yep. two of the three, yeah. so it just depends on whose game it is. I'm going VC, Moses and... My captain, oh, there's not a lot this week when you're looking at it. Probably, 
it's on AFB, AFB at the moment. I like it. Just because if you know, I think you've got to target that power game or you could target the Souths game. Tarpane, oh, I don't hoping like he goes over. I don't like that. That's 260, 50-ish. I feel like there's a better chance of AFB doing it just because he's done it so yeah. much and it's a thing now. Um, but I reckon you, you could be a little bit more aggressive than those plays. I think the other sneaky one, I think you, might, you guys might shoot me down a little bit. I think Garrick's still a play in, in your captains. I think in the past he's always been the guy that like, come by He's time. been the by-round captain. I know yeah. usually he's but he's played playing fullback. fullback yeah. But I think like Schuster played some bloody good footy last week yeah. and he's still around on, on Garrick's left edge. So yep. I think there's – and, you know, that's Mazu's side as well. So, you know, they haven't been defending well on, on that edge. So I think Garrick is still – a potential play. Is Ponga risky? Like, if we, if for that, who's the decide to end up bringing him in, do you reckon the, the, the knockout factor of the HIA no. five years? If you bring him in, go balls deep. Go for it. Just a captain of five. I did that when, when Heinz came back from his calf. I, I brought him in and it was a calf. That yeah, started, yeah. I brought him in and captain him straight away. Could have easily picked the calf again. All right. I forgot to mention, uh, we didn't do our best bets this week, but make sure you, when you're having a punt, use PickleBet. Use the code Turbo when signing up. Um, we'll be back at PickleBet Studios next week, hopefully. And, um, yeah, make sure you lose more than you win. Just like to point out. Sorry, go on. Make sure you – Did you say you had a good sure win you, on the weekend, I had a good you? win on the weekend. Oh, if you best follow, bets. If you followed my best bet, it won last week. My Mulatalo – into Sharks 13 plus. Thank you very much. Three dollars. Thanks for coming. There wasn't what? paying 500 to one. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I got a uh, one dollar bonus bet up. Um, placed a dollar stake, and it was for feeder into um, Whitehead f- first try scorers on the Sunday games. Oh, what odds did you get on Picklebet with that? Um, I didn't have a bonus bet with them. They did. I'd already used my bonus bets effectively <laughs> um, on with Picklebet. Um, I don't know what that other company was. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend them. <laughs> No, no, you're right. Go on. Yeah. Um, and my best bet actually got up too. So ours were very similar. Yours were Mulatalo anytime. Yeah. Sharks I'd like to take plus. opportunity to apologise to Sav. Yeah, yeah. You abso- shut it down very absolutely quickly. Absolutely berating you last week for that ridiculous bet that had obviously won. So. Tommy anytime, Manly 13 plus, $11 on pickle bet, which is – you never got them. Do you know, I'm pressed, the week before you didn't put it up, but it was – you had um, the Knights 13 plus against the Cowboys. I actually had the Cowboys head-to-head. No, it my, was Titans. Against the Titans, and they won. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I get them confused. They're both from Queensland. But, um, yeah. I'm going to roll. You've, you've, you've gotten these 13-plus ones that I'm kind of a bit like, oh, I reckon the other team might win that yeah. one. So, nice one, nice one. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I might. Any origin tips actually, for us this, actually, this far out, No, because we're, we're, we're recording next Tuesday, yeah, so we'll, we'll do that. We'll do the that. The general feel from um, the Oracle. You are the Oracle. You are wearing a jumper that says New South Wales <laughs> yeah, thirteen plus. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it. New, New South Wales thirteen plus. All the My way. best bet this week is probably going to be Raiders head head, and Will Penasini anytime. In in the, the, the Parramatta verse, yeah. Uh, was I mine? I'll, if you've got one, yeah. I did have one. You told yeah, me yeah, to have go, one. Yeah, no, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Down. Uh, mine's also in the Paragon. I think we're all kind of targeting that one. I'm going Eels thirteen plus. Bailey Simpson anytime. Parramatta score half their tries on their left edge and uh, the Cowboys concede half their tries on their right. So I, I, I obviously like the Sevo option, but yep. just too short. Yep. I like it. You got anything? Yeah, I'm kind of I – don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't – can I pick all four We're head-to-head or is that too aggressive? That's too – I don't know. You do, yeah. Just don't let it negate any of our bets so we can put it together Okay, so once. I was going to go – I was thinking para head-to-head, Warriors head-to-head. No need. No need. He's already got it. Oh. Keep going, mate. Um, <laughs> all right, well, I'll think of one later then. All right. We'll get that up later. Um, cheers for tuning in for round 13 buys. Yeah, it was a good one. Get it up, yeah. Hopefully. Good stuff. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Jamin.